he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch, Q4 She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons because we are just happy that you're here. Yes, exactly. So come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep. Okay, so there seems to be some drama between Piper and Brendan. Mm -hmm. So I was under the impression that they were broken up already, but apparently something must have happened recently because Piper is posting on, well, they unfollowed each other, one, and mm -hmm. now Piper is posting on TikTok very cryptic things. So... Wait, what had made you think they had broken up before? I just feel like that was, that news was just being talked about in Bachelor Nation. Just around like, no town. One, yeah, no one like heard from them for a while. They kind of just disappeared. And what I thought happened is that they dated and then quietly broke up, went their separate ways. But that's mm -hmm. the opposite of what's happening because... They're not being quiet. At least Piper isn't. So yesterday, Piper posts this on TikTok. She's just lip syncing to this sound. Girl, get back on track. Regain your focus and give the rest of this year everything you have got. And she looks like so hot. She puts her sunglasses on and like walks away. Wait, I remember why we had thought they had broken up because they had announced they were going long distance, right? And that was like, because wasn't that the whole thing where she was like, yeah, so Brendan is moving to LA and I'm going to stay in New York. And everyone's like, girl, that's never going to work. I mean, truly, I have not kept up with them at all. So I don't know. Maybe no, that's- No, I think I'm... we talked about that on the show. Okay. I don't remember. Well, anyway, on this TikTok of Piper basically saying that she's going to like make the rest of Q4 hers, someone goes- Brendan update. She says, baby, give me a podcast mic and at least an hour. Damn. Okay. Well, so then that's, if you need at least an hour, that's more than he moved to LA and we couldn't do long distance because that's one sentence. That's one second. Right. And also, Piper, you want a podcast? Hit a girl up. You know, have seriously. an open invitation here. So coming in hot eight minutes ago, Piper is on TikTok right now mm -hmm. and she posts... The caption is, when they say go to hell, but I'm still recovering from the whiplash my last relationship caused me. And it says, when they say go to hell, and then it's the sound. Oh. So she's saying, like, this relationship put her through hell. It seems like the tale is old this time. We felt this way with Clayton and Susie, too, where they were like, yep, we're moving out together. Like, we're, we're not moving in. We're moving to separate places. And... It's going to be fine. Everyone knows, like the narrator said, it was not going to be fine. And we all knew it was not going to be fine. So mm -hmm. I don't really find this very surprising. This seems like a different level of then of just we're long distance and we couldn't make it work. You don't say that you were put through hell from whiplash if you just had a long distance boyfriend. But maybe she thought they were going to make it work. And like, he's like, girl, I'm in L.A. Like, we're... And so it's, then it's just like this terrible back and forth until you're finally like, okay, JK, this is not a real relationship anymore. I mean, who knows? We won't know till she comes on the pod. Piper, you're welcome. We can give you at least an hour. I mean, if you need that yeah, long to talk about. Yeah, if not more. <laughs> yeah. Girl, it's an open-ended timeline. The floor is yours, Pipes. Mm -hmm. exactly. Do people call her Pipes? Maybe. Yeah, Pipes. I saw, <laughs> I saw someone say like, oh, like go on Vile Files. And I'm like, I feel like Nick would never... As if. <laughs> I know. Piper, if you go on Vile Files, then our our invitation is retracted. <laughs> We're going to retract our <laughs> offer if you go on Vile Files. I could see Nick being like, two years ago, Paradise Couple, no thanks. Like, he doesn't want to... 
He thinks he's above that. Yeah, and I could just see him being, like, incredibly condescending and, like, I don't know why. I feel like he would, like, take Brendan's side. And Piper, we're here to take your side, so. Well, we don't know what happened. (laughs) Right, but even if Piper did something really bad, I'm like, I don't know. We'll take her side. Are you Team Pipes? Yeah, I'm Team Pipes. I am anti-Brendan. I don't like the way he acted when he was on Paradise. And it's not even about the followers and going into a relationship. I just really did not like the way he spoke about Natasha. I thought it was very, yeah. very gross. Yeah. So I mean, he's apologized since then, too. And no, I feel I like people kind of moved on. I'm curious, like, I've, I'm going to stand strong that I think there was some toxicity in this relationship. I don't think you say that your relationship put you through hell because it didn't work out. Well, I feel like that would track with the way he acted in paradise to Natasha. Like, I mean, just like flat out root her being like, hey, I liked you and you didn't let me explore other relationships because I thought we were in one. And he literally was like, who else would you have explored? Like basically saying no one else would have been interested in Natasha. Yeah. Not to like unpack something from three years ago, but I'm yeah. still not over it. I just think it really was not nice. Right. There are ways to go onto paradise already in a relationship without like being mean to someone, you know? Yeah. Well, moving on, speaking of paradise, Mm -hmm. so we're going to get into our paradise little recap chat in a little bit, but first, Kat, she posted on threads, which... Are people doing that now? Why no, is it, I don't we, think are we, anyone's like, all going that. on threads. I just no. I'm confused by this. But she posted on threads, seemingly calling out Brooklyn because in the episode last week, Brooklyn seems to have like issues with Cat still. And I don't really get why. Like, oh, what was their issue? Because Cat stole Zach to have a kiss when. Charity was supposed to go on the date. I mean, if Brooklyn still hung up on this, she's just... But what else just, could it be? Like, literally, what else happened? I feel like Brooklyn is just thinking she needs to fill the role of someone that beefs with other people. Yeah. You don't have to be that. She just seems very, like, fixated on being a little bit of a not-so-nice girl. That's my nice way of saying it. Yeah. So in a lot of Brooklyn's confessionals, I guess she kind of, like, dissed Cat. I mm-hmm. forgot about that, honestly, until Kat posted on threads and said, you would think for someone who is obsessed with my every move would have taken some pointers on how to have some class. Like, guys, what are we talking about? I've, I'm watching the show and like, I forgot. So like, it just seems like unnecessary beef between the two of them. I know. And like, to post, first of all, to post on threads, I'm um, offended. Period. <laughs> yeah, done. <laughs> Number two, you're going to post about someone. Can we stop all, as a society, can we just stop with the cryptic posts? Can we just say, hey, Brooklyn, if you're obsessed with me and blah, 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 and then say what you're going to say. Like, stop making it that we have to decipher who you're talking about and what you mean. Right. This isn't a puzzle. But also, like, why don't you just text Brooklyn and tell her, like, I don't, you, Kat, you don't need to tell me about Brooklyn's doing whatever. Like, I am neutral here. I don't even know what you guys are fighting about. It's just, it feels, but it's also kind of giving, like, we need more storyline. We need more people to be talking about something for us. So, like, I'm going to keep this conversation going. Well, interesting that you're saying that because Brayden, your fave Brayden, who, like, mm-hmm. 
is slowly becoming Lord of the Earrings braided. My fave too. He screenshots her threads post and puts it on Instagram stories because he uses Instagram stories and not threads. Yeah, I'm like, because he needs to put it on a normal social media platform. Got it, yeah. And then he writes, your PR person told me to let you know you should take this down. It doesn't match the look you're going for. He said this about Kat's tweet? Yes. And they're Which making is- out on the beach currently. So... What people are saying online is like, guys, you have to stop being so messy because, I mean, Brayden, mm-hmm. you're openly admitting that you clearly don't end up with Kat. Yeah. If you're calling her out after the first episode like this, we have to assume that that makeout doesn't end up going too far, which is kind of lame. You shouldn't be alluding to that already. Yeah, I'm surprised. Maybe with Paradise, they're like more lax about like enforcing anything that would be deemed a spoiler because I feel like if... Brayden was the lead, like, this would not fly as much if it was just his season. You know what I mean? Because he's totally spoiling the whole thing, clearly. Well, oh, he's spoiling that he doesn't end up with Kat, which I guess is not the craziest thing. But, like, when we had Victoria on, her and Greg being spotted in Italy spoiled the ending of her and Johnny. But she's like, you know, she didn't get a call from ABC once about that. Because at the end of the day, if it's getting people, like, right now, we're talking about drama in paradise. Yeah, true. And it's not even happening on the show. So it's getting people to want to tune in and be like, well, wait, like, what's going to happen with Kat and Brooklyn and now Brayden? Yeah. I'm trying to see if Brooklyn posted on her threads. Oh my God, threats. <laughs> oh my God, Brooklyn bachelor party ideas came up. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> like in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn Willie? Okay. How do I see her threads account? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have threads. <laughs> okay, so she doesn't have threads. So it's safe to say she didn't post on threads. But I, I feel like if anyone's going to post some sassy reply, it's going to be Brooklyn. Right. Considering she's still keeping a fight going from... Three years ago, yes, that would make sense. I don't know. I just, I would respect both of them more to just like let it go. This is not the drama we need to be discussing on the beach. I mean, honestly, I'm here for it though. If they're gonna like, I mean, I'm down for a good drama. Yeah, I'm good for, I'm down for a good drama, like a love triangle or like a, a really like messy situation or like someone punching someone on the beach, not like, Three years ago, Brooklyn getting involved in Cat stealing a kiss from Zach when Charity was going to go on a date with him. Like, Charity's engaged to a new man. Like, nobody... So many things have happened since. It's so not right. Why do we think think that's why... Why else is she mad at Cat? That's the only drama that was from that season, really, was, like, Brooklyn getting all upset because she stole Charity's moment for that one time she pulled Zach aside and then everyone hated Cat. I mean, I feel like Brooklyn was talking a lot of shit about Kat throughout the episode in her confessionals. And I think that's what Kat's mad about. I know, but I, I no, but I guess I'm like, why is she talking the shit? I think Brooklyn's just keeping the storyline going from the last season. Wait, fun fact. I found Brooklyn on Twitter. She doesn't really have much of a page at all, but mm-hmm. it's on suggested who to follow. The next person is Kat. <laughs> oh my God. Well, we'll see. Maybe in episode two, we'll find out why these people are really beefing. Because it seems unclear to me. Oh, wait, then... So Brayden's getting everyone talking about this, and then he posts, a like, a promo image of Bachelor in Paradise and said, want the tea? Tune in. So this kind of mm. makes me feel like he's doing it... He knows like what he's doing. with the show, yeah. almost. Like, the, sh- knows like what the he's producers doing. were like, hey, post this promo. Well, yeah, because, like, first of all... Kat and Brooklyn can fight and has nothing to do with Brayden. By Brayden mm-hmm. screenshotting her threads post and adding that extra comment, you're like 
inserting yourself where you don't need to be. Totally. And he's probably, other than like Rachel Recchia, the most popular person on the beach. Well, because I bet ABC was like, well, no, Blake, which we'll get to. Oh, yeah. But Blake, yeah. I bet ABC was like, hey, Brayden, we were really excited about Kat calling out Brooklyn, but she posted it on her Threads account and no one's going to see no that because no one it. goes on Threads. So can you screenshot it and put it on Instagram and draw more attention? Mm, I mean, mm-hmm. I actually am I'm sold on my own theory. I think that's 100% correct. Yes. Because if it follows up with a tune in. You're right. not going to fucking talk about this shit on the beach. I mean, unless you are. Unless maybe they are. I guess we'll see. Yeah. But I think you're right in that, like, they just needed to bring it to a mainstream social media yeah. account. Yeah. What Like, what's another one? Like, it's like she posted on her Tumblr page and they're like, oh. no one's no one's looking at that. <laughs> on her Vine. Yeah. She yeah. made a Vine oh. about it. Wait, like, I miss Vine. I don't get Vi- why. TikTok is Vine. I know. You know but it's the Vi- same thing. But it's not. Like, Vine was, wasn't Vine, like, six seconds? Like, the everyone's clips were, like, Yes, it had I to think be you might be s- right. It had to be six seconds. Six or 15? Because I don't yeah, know. But it, it didn't get longer than that. Like, obviously, TikToks now are, like, 10 minutes long. And it's like, geez Louise, guys. It was a fun time. Remember Josh Peck on Vine? That's, like, peak 2012 and 13. He was so funny, and he had not been seen for a long time. This was like Josh Peck's resurgence into mainstream media was on Vine in 2012. I remember people being like, oh, she's Vine famous. And I'm like, what is this? This is so weird. And for the app to just, like, disappear, and then the people's fame disappear with... Yeah, wait, what happened with with that? I don't know, because if, if we're all so obsessed with TikTok, why couldn't we keep Vine afloat? Like, I was going on Vine every single day. I loved it. Yeah, I was too. Weird. So weird. That's another mystery that we yeah, really well, need to unpack, guys. We're going to get to the bottom of that on a different day. Yeah. Speaking of paradise, should we move over? Should we step into the recap room? Oh, my God. We haven't been in the recap room in so long. I know. I don't even remember where it is. You're oh, here. have to tell me. I, I have the, the key card. Here you go. Oh, got it. But what, what room number is it? It's down the hall. It's the first door on the left. If you pass the Pepsi machine, you've gone too far. Oh, wait. What about the ice? I see the ice machine. I don't see a Pepsi machine. Then you've gone R- too wrong far. Wrong side. Oh, I went too uh. far. Okay, got it. <laughs> Before we get to the recap room, guys. We need to tell you guys about Lumi whole body deodorant. I use Lumi whole body deodorant every single day. And when I tell you, I never smell bad. Like, ever. I've told you guys, leaving the gym, being outside in like this September October weather when it's cold sometimes and then it gets hot and you don't know it's how confusing, to dress. It's confusing, yeah. I'll be sweaty and sticky, but I smell great. Mm-hmm. I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. I use the coconut scent and I'm obsessed with it. Obviously, guys, you know, we've talked to you guys about Lumi Deodorant before. It was created by an OBGYN who discovered that odor is not just an underarm thing. It literally is an overall thing. So she developed Lumi and it's a pH optimized deodorant that's clinically proven to control odors everywhere for up to... 72 hours. So fall can be just as fresh as any other time. Yeah. And if you want to jump on board, which guys, I literally use it every day. I strongly recommend you do. We have a special offer for our listeners. New customers will get $5 off Lumi's starter pack. The starter pack comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice. So you can choose from things like the mini body wash or the deodorant wipes. I also big fan of deodorant wipes. Like they're the best thing to kind of just like keep in your purse. And if it's like throughout the day, you're just feeling a little like meh, give a little wipe, wipe, wipe. 
on your armpits and you're a fresh new woman. Better than taking a shower. <laughs> Better. Plus, you'll get free shipping. So what you're going to do is go to lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com and use code SHESALLBATCH at checkout. So like I said, new customers will get $5 off this Lumi starter pack. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SHESALLBATCH. So I have been sleeping on my Blissy pillowcase, and let me tell you, I did not know that a pillowcase could feel so good and make such a big difference in my life. Like, I wake up with, like, shiny, soft hair, my skin feels so good, and it's just so comfortable to sleep on something that soft and silky. No, totally. I have been loving like what the Blissy pillowcase has been doing for my skin and my skincare routine because the cool thing is like when your pillowcase is silk, it's not absorbing all the products that you have on your face all night so that you can really get the most out of your skincare routine. And you guys know I've been a big skincare girly the past couple years. So that really has been so amazing, guys. Their pillowcases are 100% mulberry silk pillowcases. Also, I feel like it's cool to the touch, which, you know, I run hot when I sleep, so that is ideal as well. And it reduces frizz, tangles, and prevents hair breakage. It keeps the moisture in your hair, so you wake up and your hair is super silky. Love that. Also, it's a great gift. I kind of want to get a couple of of these pillowcases and give them as gifts for Mm -hmm. the holidays. Totally, yes. I think it's like the perfect gift for, like, obviously close friends and, and family, but also for people, coworkers, a grab bag situation, white elephant gift, like people you don't know as well, but you still need to get a gift for because like who wouldn't just want a pillowcase? Like it's so neutral and something that literally like everyone sleeps, everyone can enjoy. Everyone nice does sleep. Yeah. I know. Blissy silk pillowcases are the best silk pillowcases on the market. They have a ton of prints and colors. Like we said, they, they make great gifts and men love them too. Like totally. anyone in your life you can get a pillowcase for. They have over 1.5 million raving fans and you could be the next one. Try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissy.com slash she's all batch. And that will get you an additional 30% off. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash she's all batch. Use code she's all batch and get an additional 30% off. Give yourself the gift of a good night's sleep with Blissey. Should we play like the actual music right here? Sure. Did they even do the intro? In this first episode? I don't think they did. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm trying to think back. No, I feel like I would have remembered seeing everyone's intros. I think for the first episode, they didn't. That was their first mistake. Also, I want to tell you guys, like, for OG She's All Batch listeners, um, we have, like, a doc where we, like, keep all of our what we want to say and all of our mm-hmm. talking points. And the tab for our recaps still say Clayton's Corner. And it's never going to change. Never. It will always be Clayton's Corner to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm in Clayton's corner right now. Me too, but we had to use the key card to get into the recap room, but we're sitting in the corner. Totally. In memory of Clayton. Okay, so overall, I know you were a big Golden Bachelor fan. You really like the premiere. I really like the premiere. We have a recap for that up. Go check that out if you haven't listened yet. How did you think that Paradise compared? I've polled the audience a little bit. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I you guys know I was obviously way more excited for Golden Bachelor, and I really think Golden Bachelor delivered. I feel like Paradise kind of delivered exactly what I thought it was going to deliver, which was why I wasn't as excited for it. Like, I think it was fine. I think there's a lot of potential for the season to come. However, I think my biggest complaints were that the main storylines are 
focusing on people that I don't really have a strong connection to yet. And that's not to say that like down the line, we might not get more invested, but I feel like the most important like love triangle was three people that were not as influential in um, any of their seasons. Also too, I feel like the funniest part of this show was the lower thirds where they like put people's names and jobs. And so I have to give that a little shout out. I'm like, I did think whoever's doing that, pay them a million dollars because they really had some nice little well, what did you like? What stood out? Um, so Brayden was Lord of the Earrings. Mm. We have, um, was it Blake Moynes who was like only dates bachelorettes was Aww. his job. There was another one that I thought was funny too that I'll find maybe oh, more um, as Sean, we're talking about Oh, Sean, I saw it. it was like not actually a Taylor Swift fan or something like that. Oh, yeah. I did appreciate that whole little convo about how Jess's Taylor experience was. But yeah, overall, I mean, I just feel like the casting of it, you know, we have such big, important people that were whose storylines we've been so invested in for so long, like Rachel and Blake Moynes, and we didn't see as much of them as I would have liked. You know what I think a big missed opportunity is, though? I mean, I think they're both in relationships, so I get it. But like Gabby and Ariel were the two mm. biggest names from Zach's season besides Katie who won. Yeah. And like, it's just such a shame that we usually those people would then, especially Gabby with her ending to go on and go onto the beach and like be a hot commodity. So mm-hmm. it was weird to not have like the finalists from that season no, go on. Like the, the closest person to that is Kat, right? I think so. Yeah. And Jess. And like, they weren't people that necessarily made it super, super far. Right, right. And they're both people who I feel like give off more of like a reserved vibe. Like they, so I feel like we're missing some of like these big, big personalities that are really going to like bring the funny and bring a lot of of character to things. So Bachelor Data, shout out, also commented on this. And I was like, everything she said, I was like, yes, I Mm -hmm. feel the exact same way. But Kylie, Will, and Olivia, this love triangle got the most screen time out of everyone on the cast. Mm -hmm. And she compared it to the screen time that they got on their respective seasons, and they were some of the lowest. Like, Olivia went home night one. I can't tell you which season. I actually don't know off the top of my head. If you showed me a picture of Kylie and said, what is this girl's name? I would have never guessed Kylie. And Will... I mean, you threw a jacket in in the pool, but I don't remember, which is not to say that I'm not going to be invested. Like, I, I mm-hmm. think they all are great with this love triangle, and I'm interested to see what happens. But, like, maybe not for the first episode. Yeah. Focus so much on people we don't really know that well. I agree. Especially with Blake standing right there. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, wait. So what was your, like, overall feeling of the episode? Because I feel like you liked it more than me. I liked it more than you, but I think the overall – that – is that like I think they should have I just feel like I should work on this show you guys know this like mm-hmm. I don't get the decisions they make all the time yeah. for example Blake and Jess apparently get together but it we only learn that from someone else doing a confessional and saying like oh and then Blake and Jess and then mm-hmm. it shows them for a second and they're yeah. just like sitting and kissing or whatever they're doing and I'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Like, we're just going to gloss on over that pass by yeah. that yeah but but meanwhile I know every single thing about Kylie and Will. Right. No, I know. So it's just, it. I feel like they were focusing on odd things. I did poll the audience on Instagram, and I think it was like 75% of people liked Golden Bachelor better. Woo! I, and, and honestly, I feel like that was a pleasant surprise because I was seeing that as well because we had 
pulled, I think, our Facebook group a couple weeks ago when we were trying to figure out what the Q4 vibe was going to be. And I was getting worried because so many more people were saying that they were more interested in Bachelor in Paradise. And I don't know if maybe that's just unique to our Facebook group or after the premieres, people changed their tune and they were like, oh, wait, we actually do really like Golden Bachelor. I don't think that's exclusive to our Facebook group because we put the poll in the Facebook group and then I also put it on Instagram and it was the same results. Like before the premiere, everyone was more excited for Paradise. Post premiere, everyone's more excited about Golden. Yay! That makes me so excited. Why you act like you have like stock in like Golden <laughs> I Bachelor? I do. I'm invested emotionally, and and also too, I was really surprised when the results were coming back that people were more excited for Paradise, just because I personally was so excited for Golden, and like people that I was talking to had maybe given up on the franchise were like excited to come back for golden so i was like so confused i'm like am i out of touch like am i not seeing what other people are seeing so i just feel like vindicated and kind of like what my gut feeling was and now people are like seeing both shows and they're like oh yeah no golden is a good idea and i'm like yes thank you guys for seeing the light because i've been excited about this for a long time so i feel vindicated you know right and did you see that golden's premiere ratings were the highest since mm-hmm. Matt James's premiere. And that the Bachelor in Paradise one went down from last season. Well, and it's also just crazy too, though. Like, what did they think was going to happen? They thought everyone on a Thursday night was going to watch TV for three hours every single Thursday in right. peak fall, beautiful weather. Like, we got to be out and about. Right, and we do this as a job, and we are not even doing that. So I don't get I how they expect, like, regular people to sit down for three hours. Every single Thursday. And it's like, that's why I feel like Bachelor was so good on Mondays because most people like to stay in on Mondays and get like a reset leading into the week. Whereas like Thursday is the time to kind of be like, ooh, let's go for a little happy hour. Like, let's get a little taco or something and like do Mm -hmm. something fun. So to expect people to just sit at home for three hours on a Thursday is ridiculous. Yeah, I think they dropped the ball once again, shocker. But I yeah. hope in January for Joey's season, we will go back to Mondays. I think we will. I mean, I, I can't imagine, so like, they're going to keep this weird schedule up. Well, it depends on if they have shows, though. Because all of this was because of the strike. They needed to fill that Thursday slot. The writer strikes over. I don't think the SAG strikes over. I guess we'll see. Anyway, well, let's get into specifics. Um, so Rachel walks down on the beach... Loved Mm -hmm. seeing her. She looked beautiful. Jesse tells her that she's making history by being the second bachelorette. And it's just like, that is not historical. No one says you're the (laughs) second person to ever do something. So let's write about you in the history books. Like, Becca was historical. If we're going to use the word historical, have it actually be historical. Right. Well, with that logic, like, literally everything's historical then. It's like, wow, Blake Moynes, you're the first ever Blake Moynes to come down to paradise. It's like, I did think it was interesting when Rachel came down. So Jesse announces to her that she's first and she's, like, so shocked and, like, kind of a little scared. And I literally was like, tell me you don't trust production without telling me you don't trust production. Like, I thought her reaction was really telling. Right. And it's like, Rachel, you're either going to be the first or the last. Yeah, I know. How did she not expect to be first? You were a former bachelorette. Like, they're not going to just throw you down fourth. That would have been historic, though. You're the first bachelorette to enter the beach fourth. fourth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, Eva, okay, so Rachel, who is easily one of the people where most we know most, mm-hmm. didn't really get all of that much screen time. No. She kind of links up with Sean, which I have no clue, but I feel like... She's only latching onto him because he's giving For her that attention. Rose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just feel like I don't I think he's probably like 
hell yeah, Rachel Reckier. Right, right, and she's right. like, okay, sure, I'll play along and see who else comes. Yeah, I don't really think I see it long term with them, but who knows? I think we also like haven't gotten to know Sean as much. So maybe he'll be Kenuff, you know? Kenuff. Yeah, but then like Sean, he also liked Jess because they had the Swifty conversation, but oh, Jess wasn't right, into right, him. Right. Do you want to tell people that you just saw Taylor yesterday? Sure. Yeah, guys. Fun fact, and I wasn't really allowed to post about it on social, but um, I was at the Chiefs-Jets football game on Sunday, and we were like right below the box. That was like Taylor, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, Sophie Turner, Sabrina Carpenter. Like, it was such a fun game to be. First off, one, two, I never go to football games. I think this was the first ever NFL game I've ever been to in my life. Had a grand old time, and I'm like, wow, what a game to see. And literally all people cared about was like watching that box but um it was really fun i love that can you go to the same bathroom as taylor or does she get like a golden toilet no she gets a golden toilet every box has like its own bathroom in it oh okay so you're locked in there all right well anywho (laughs) yeah so then like sean tries to connect with jess by saying he's a swifty and she's like how do you know that i went to the taylor swift concert and he's like i'm a fan clearly of you and i knew that you went that was kind of that's a little creepy it's it's giving like i stalked you on instagram and but like if you were into the guy it's like oh you you follow me and it's it's a cool thing but if you're not into the guy it's like oh how do you know that so it's clear that jess was not into him. Totally. I agree. Jess is into my man, Blake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I please point out Blake's intro? He's saving sharks, guys. Like, he literally is holding onto a shark, and he's like, I'm going to have to tag this shark. And he, like, sticks something into the shark, presumably yeah. saving it. Yeah, wait, how does that, and how does that save it per se? I don't know. The whole vagueness of the saving the sharks is so funny to me because I'm like, what does it mean? I mean, we said he talks to the sharks about their problems problems, and and gets to know them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys, I couldn't make it to the rose ceremony. I was just with the sharks. Just the sharks as a group. Sharks in general. Um, So I really appreciated that. Blake walks in to this beach, Mm -hmm. shirt open, abs out and i'm just like this is a hundred percent your look connie baby you know that tiktok sound no are you kidding this is a hundred percent your look connie baby never heard that before in my life oh my god as blake i should make a freaking out Maybe I will make a uh, TikTok of Blake walking down the beach to this song because, like, this is a different look than we've seen. What do you What do you mean by look, though? He shaved his head. He's letting his abs hang out. I don't know. You said that he looked like the Madagascar guy. He doesn't look like him anymore. Oh, but I meant that as a compliment. I didn't mean it as a bad thing. Like, Madagascar lion's hot, you know? Well, just everyone on the beach as he's walking down, they were all, like, oh my God, Blake is so hot. And I felt vindicated because that's how mm. I've always felt. And I just feel like no one's, I mean, everyone's always thought he was like good looking, but like everyone's really appreciating the beauty that is Blake Moynes now. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because I feel like too, anytime he was on the other shows, it was always giving more of like a thirsty vibe because like he was one of the one guys who was like really into Claire. And then he's like really into Tasha. And then he's like showing up to like be into mm. Katie. And I feel like- he has, like, a new, like, cool guy energy, which yeah. goes a long way. Like, you can literally look the exact same 
two pictures looking exactly the same. But if one is like, this guy's like really thirsty and keep, and he's like, he knew you went to the Taylor Swift concert because he stalked you on Instagram and this, 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 this versus like, yeah, this guy's just like cool and he's saving the sharks. Like that's yeah. going to go a long way. It's going to go a long way. He's going to be like, hey, Jess, I put a like paperclip into a shark this morning and saved it. And she's going to be, I don't know. What does he put? Like, what is the tag? I don't get what it's for. I don't know. I don't think the paperclip would help it, though. The sharks probably, like, get this off me. (laughs) Yeah, this is not helping me. (laughs) Right. I'll move on from Blake, because I know you guys know that I just, like, really think he's gorgeous. But, like, he looks, like, really, really beautiful. His eyes just sparkle on TV. His body looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's the best looking person to ever be on the show. That's such a fucking limb to be out on. <laughs> I thought I, when you were saying that, I thought you were going to say, I think he's the best looking person like on the beach this season. He is. And to which I would agree with you. But to say to be ever on this show. Who talks You know him? how many hot people? Don't even say Tyler Cameron. I actually think them standing side by side, I would choose Blake all day long. Oh, no, I would choose Tyler Cameron. Like, Tyler, you're lovely. If you're listening, hey, how are you? Yeah, please come on our podcast. (laughs) But, like, I think Blake is just so much prettier. Someone's going to send this to Blake. Hi, Blake. I know you that you know that I love you. It's okay. I'm trying to think who else would have been hotter. There's no one. I'm telling you. This is going to be a very unpopular opinion, but I've always had a little low-key crush on... But this was before we maybe spoke with him a little bit. John Paul Jones... He's hot. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Why am I blanking on, like, anyone else hot on this show ever? I mean, people I liked, like, I obviously loved Chris Souls. Blake has surpassed that for me, though. Oh, wow. That's huge for you. That is big. Yeah, That's really, really big. I don't know. I feel like Nick Vial's hot, you know, objectively. Not in personality, but, like. No. But personality is so big for me that, like. Well, that's why I like John Paul Jones, because he's, like, goofy and fun and telling Tasha like Shakespeare three years ago, you know? Okay. Sound off in the comments below, guys. Who do you think is hot? All right, we want to take a quick break to talk to you guys about Dame products. Let's be honest, sex is better when everyone is enjoying themselves, and holding a toy in place can be distracting and even counterproductive to setting the mood. No one wants to be distracted when you're trying to get it on. And that's why Dame designed Eva. It is the first hands-free vibrator for couples. Eva nestles in for a secure and comfortable fit so you can set it and forget it and just, like, literally have the best sex of your life. And they also have a bunch of other different products as well. There's Finn, which is a finger vibrator with a removable tether, which is designed to be an extension of your hand during both partner and solo play. They have Calm, which is their take on like the classic wand shape, upgraded for comfort and easy handling. With their most powerful motor, Calm delivers strong, rumbly external vibrations. And they have Palm, which is a soft and flexible, low-profile vibrator that bends to the curves of the body and fits in the palm of your hand. Hello, lots to choose from, lots of different things that are lots of fun. Yeah, and you can get 15% off your entire order if you use code She's All Batch at dame.com. That's D-A-M-E dot com. 15% off. Life is too short for bad sex, right? Totally. So guys, that's dame.com slash she's all batch for 15% off. So then that we have Brayden and Kat who are together, but obviously we told you guys earlier, it doesn't sound like they they last yeah. all that long because they're essentially calling 
it will braid its calling cat out on Instagram stories. Totally. I thought it was so funny when Kat said her favorite color was beige. I'm like, honestly, iconic. Give us nothing, queen. Like, what a, <laughs> what a ridiculous color to be your favorite. But I kind of relate to it because when people ask me what my favorite color is, I always say black. And my favorite color is black. Black is so much different than beige, though. Beige is like neutral, like Kim Kardashian's hallways with like nothing in like, it's just like... I don't know, concrete floors and walls and absolutely nothing <laughs> decorated. Like, I feel like I would want to yeah, jump off a bridge if I lived there. that's, like, more cool. Like, I feel like there's also, like, warm beige of, like, you know, a, a cozy sweater and, like, a crackling fireplace and, like, a beige blanket. That's kind of the beige I was kind of thinking when she said beige. And to which I do get it. Like, it's a nice color in a way. <laughs> it's bizarre. But, yeah, So funny. What's your favorite color? Oh, pink, right? Pink, yellow, orange. Neon, green, like all of them. So I do not relate with a beige favorite color at all, but go off. But I do think there's a difference between like, what's your favorite color and what's the thing you would prefer all your items be? Because sometimes when people say, what's my favorite color? I say purple, but don't ever give me a purple item of everything. I want all my items and my clothes to be black. You know, so I think she probably meant she has a lot of beige things in her house. Yeah, like beige sweater. Iconic. I love a beige sweater, so I do get it. Right, but if you're gonna choose a lollipop, you're not gonna choose a beige lollipop. You're gonna choose a red one. It might be cream soda flavored. You never know. Mm. Or like, Mm. I love you know the little um, Dum Dums lollipops. The white ones are always like pina colada e coconut flavor. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. Here for that. Yeah, don't don't knock the beige candies. Like, really All sometimes right. can have secretly Sorry. good flavors. All right, well, we move on. And the rest of the episode really just focuses on the Kylie, Will, Olivia mm-hmm. love triangle, which we kind of touched on already. Yeah. Kylie walks down on the beach and sets the tone that she's really waiting for Avon. Yeah. Um, she's purposely posting thirst traps, and he's falling into every single trap. Mm-hmm. And then finally he gives her a fire emoji, so clearly it's serious between them. Absolutely. Even though they've never met in real life. Mm-hmm. But Avon conveniently doesn't come down to the beach until the last two seconds of the episode. Right. And Kylie essentially has the upper hand with Will, even though Olivia tries to stake her claim on Will by telling him she wants him to suck her toes. And then we yes. got so many close-up shots of her sandy toes. Yeah, which I didn't really appreciate. They also kissed, though, too, which I mm-hmm. think that was, like, the big inciting event between Olivia and Kylie's. Like, Olivia really thought that they had some sort of connection because there was a kiss. And then she was like, well, when he talked to Kylie, like, they didn't kiss. But again, I think it's so early on in this show that, like, it doesn't... Like, one conversation and one kiss doesn't really, like, mean anything. It doesn't mean they're in, like, a committed relationship. No, totally. But I actually see the other side of, like, sure, you're not... You don't... When he said, like, I don't owe you anything, I didn't need to tell you, Mm -hmm. you didn't need to tell her. But you could have just pulled her aside and been like, hey, like, I really enjoyed getting to talk to you about your toes earlier today, but I'm going to go on this... Like, you could have just said... I'm going on a date with Kylie. I wrote down the same thing. I was like, while he does not owe her a conversation, it's like, if you want to be friends slash, like, be nice on the beach and just inject, like, you know what I mean? It's the first day. Why would you make enemies and, like, make problems when there doesn't need to be? Like, the polite thing to do is to have a conversation. Like, yeah, I agree he doesn't owe her one, but, like, why wouldn't you just try to be polite? Like, it's day one. Right. Kind of the same thing, though, with Kylie. Like, the girls all have their girl chat, and Olivia says, like, yeah, I made out with Will. Kylie's pissed about that because she's like, well, Avon's not here, and Will's my number two. So she's not happy with it. She goes after Will. She gets the day card, asks Will. 
I don't know. I feel like if one of the girls said I made out with Will, I would have at least went up to her and been like, hey, like, I also like Will. I'm going to take him on this date. Like, hope you're cool with it. No, don't ask her. Again, you don't owe her anything either. But like, it's just the kind thing to do. I agree. Their date, they're just like eating dinner in a pool. Falling into the pool. Yes. (laughs) Don't you feel like paradise dates are always that? All they do in paradise on a date is eat in the middle of a pool. It is true. They really do like that aesthetic of, like, the water being, like, right under them and being able to, like, kind of ref- – like, and I get it. It does look cool on TV, but um, you run the risk, like they had right now, where you can potentially fall in the pool, which is not an ideal situation. I know. And was he just sitting with soaking wet underwear yeah. for the remainder? I will say, like, better him fall in than her because, like, you know, she has all her makeup done, her hair done, whatever. Like, he'll dry eventually, but I did think it was crazy that, like, he's the first person to fall into the water. Because they do do this all the time. And it does look risky to walk from the area. Like, you have a, such a thin thing to walk on to get to your seat. And then once you're in your seat, I don't think you can move. Yeah, you can't move because you're, like, literally Surround. in the middle of the water. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't get why people are always, like, dying to go on dates. Because, like, all you do is walk 20 feet and sit in water. Like, there's nothing. It's not right. like on The Bachelor you get to, like, go in a helicopter and go somewhere. There's nothing to do. Right. It's like you can just sit in water on the beach. Right. On the date, Kylie keeps bringing up to Will that she doesn't want to step on anyone's toes. Not Mm. sure if pun was intended here. I think it was. I think, yeah. It may have been. He assures her that she's not stepping on toes and essentially makes it clear that he likes Kylie more than Olivia. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It seems that way. So they get home and... um, then Will decides to talk to Olivia. Like, too little, too late, guy. Like, what are you doing? That's when he hits her with the, I didn't, I don't owe you anything. I didn't need to actually, whatever. Makes it clear that he's moving on with Kylie. And then Avon walks down. Right? That's where we are? Yep. Dun, dun, dun. I think production needs to be better at trying to trick us into thinking this is all a lot more spontaneous you know what i mean it's just like it's too obvious of like in the beginning kylie's saying oh i'm interested in avon oh but he's Mm -hmm. not here and oh my god we're gonna wait for her to go on a date with someone else and be invested in a different love triangle and then we're gonna bring avon down and it's just like it's just coming off as like way too calculated and i think it's always been calculated but like can you just try a little bit to like trick us and make us think it's not It's just so obvious. It's literally like every single person's like, wow, I really hope blank doesn't come down. And then they always come down. And it's just like, come on. Like, we're dumb. We're gullible. But we're not that gullible. It's too predictable. I agree. I do like that he came down, though. The promo (laughs) tries to make it look like Olivia's going to try for him to fuck Kylie over, which, like, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of here for a little mess. But if he's liking all of Kylie's photos and sending her fire emojis, then he probably likes Kylie, too. Everyone seems to like Kylie. Yeah. No, she seems to be a hot commodity on the beach. I mean, she's gorgeous, so makes sense. I, too, want to see Avon and Rachel talk. I'm like, when's the last time they talked since the whole debacle on the finale stage? Like, did they have that and then nothing? Because, like, seemingly nothing happened with that once he came out. And asked her out after the finale. So it's just kind of like... I'm convinced that was just all for show. No, I know. But I'm like, I want them to talk about it, unpack it a little. Like, that's the relationship I'm more interested in. Totally agree. And how bizarre that Rachel's runner-up 
walks down the beach. Rachel's on the beach, which is historical because mm-hmm. she's the second bachelorette to ever do it. And they don't like zoom into her and she's looking shocked that like the guy she chose Tino over right. is walking down the beach. Like that's the story we actually are invested in. But yet you're telling us like, Olivia, who was night one on I Have I No Clue, Zach or Clayton, I'm not sure, Maybe. season, is going to go out on, on a date with Avon and try to screw Kylie over. Like, okay. Right, like, that's not the storyline we want to see. Well, now I want to see it. I guess I'm invested enough now because no, they shoved but it down my throat. it's just, like, the obvious thing that's going to get the most Bachelor fans invested is pulling from past things. And they just seem to be so ag- against that and thinking like we're we're so into all this new fresh batch of people from the most recent season of whatever. It's right. weird. And we barely got to get to know them on the seasons exactly. because you guys spend so much fucking time on random shit like shrimp. So I know. I laugh out loud when people say paradise works. Like you mean sitting in a room with a bunch of hot people who you're attracted to and dating each other. Like, it's not it's not like The Bachelor. There's no formula. You're literally just, like, speed dating, essentially. Like, what works? Like, you talking? According to who it works? One couple that's still married? Jade and Tanner? Oh, and I guess I Hannah mean, and Dylan. They just got married. Raven and Adam. Okay. There's a lot. Joe and Serena? No, it, it does work in this. No, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm saying it's funny for people to say it works because it's like paradise isn't like a formula. You right. literally like, just meet just people and date. hot people. It's just dating. Right. It's just, that's it's all like it is. It's like you're telling me hanging out in a group of hot people for three weeks, people aren't going to get together. Like, of course they are. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not like some like formal process of like, no, this works. Jesse says that someone's going to get married on the beach this season. They show, like, the feet of the people. Who do you think it is? It's definitely not someone from this season. Yeah, good point. I don't know. And I kind of am just like, ugh, I I don't like... I I was almost expecting, I'm like, maybe no one does. Like, I think they just, like, say shit in the promo to say shit and trick us. And then they're like, oh, they'll forget about it. (laughs) I can see it being, like, because Jesse loves to let us down. Of course. Someone's going to get married on the beach this season. Okay. Someone will. They're probably going to find a random couple, a couple in Mexico. In Mexico. <laughs> and they're going to say, hey, guys, like, look, doesn't this inspire you? Like, don't you want to yes. find your forever no, person? You're so right. That's what it's going to be. Because I'm trying to think what if there's any other, like, bachelor couples that are, like, happily engaged and probably getting married soon. But I don't know. Like, Kenny and Mari. But, like, wouldn't we have heard rumblings that they got mm. married? Because this is already filmed. So whoever right. it is is already married. It has to be someone that we don't know. Yeah, I kind of agree. See, and it's just shit like that. It's like, don't say don't that. Don't do that. that. Just, yeah. you don't, like, you don't need to have someone get married. It doesn't need to be some big surprise. Like, just don't. Just just forego that one activity. And, like, it just builds such distrust. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessary. We had Chris Souls on, and I asked him about some talk show that he went on where they questioned the pregnancy test that was in his original trailer that only aired like night one. And then they changed the trailer Mm. as the season goes on. And then they just take the pregnancy test out of the trailer. It's no longer in. And he said that he didn't know they were doing that and that he just had to say like, oh, you have to wait and see. And then it just, by the time the, the finale airs, you forgot about it. And it's like, well, no. I didn't forget about it. So at the end of this season, if no one gets married, they're going to have hell to pay from me. Yeah, they're going to have some words. Anyway, 
All right, so that is the premiere of Bachelor in Paradise. I I'm gonna check out of this room. I'm gonna go get a Pepsi actually at the Pepsi okay, thanks. machine. You go to the Pepsi machine. I'll go to the front desk and check us out. Okay. And um, tell them that we're not paying for that lamp that we broke in the room. Oh my god! Yeah, no, we we can't pay for that. I thought you were gonna say we're not gonna pay for like the drinks in the mini bar or like something. Uh, I was like, oh, we're, no. we're breaking lamps in the hotel room. Like, what is going on during this recap? A lot's going on in the recap room, guys. Yeah, so join us next week Mm -hmm. for the next recap room of Bachelor in Paradise. And join us later this week for our Golden Bachelor recap. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to She's All Batch podcast. It will come right to your phone every single time we release an episode. And that is just like a lovely convenience in your life. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. hit the follow or subscribe or whatever platform you're using. You could do something on that platform to ensure that She's All Batch always shows up. So go yes. do that. Yes. Take advantage of the modern day technology, technology that we have that makes your life more convenient. It's beautiful. If you guys are looking for a community of She's All Batch listeners, check out our Facebook group. If you're looking for more content, check out our Patreon. We just released um, a really good episode that you guys liked, all just about um, Bachelor news and scandals and things that kind of happened while Stephanie was away on her cruise, and we really needed to talk about it. So you guys really have been liking that episode. So if you have not already checked it out, go check it out. We talk about a pregnancy scandal. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, lots and of more. mess in that one. Speaking yeah. of Patreon, though, starting this week, our Patreon listeners are going to get ad-free versions of mm-hmm. this episode, our weekly episodes, in advance on Tuesdays. So this is coming out to the public on Wednesdays, but if you are a Patreon subscriber, you have already gotten this episode, and it's ad-free. So a little more incentive if you want to sign up for Patreon. There are some other perks over there, aside from the amazing bonus episodes. Um, follow us. Follow me, She's All Batch, across platforms. Follow Jackie Maroney underscore across platforms. And is that it? I think that's it. Bye, bitches. Hey, guys. I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, one that Stephanie and I have even guested on called Love to See It. It's a smart and progressive, snarky, but affectionate dissection of reality dating shows and what they say about all of us. Culture writers Emma Gray and Claire Fallon recap shows like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and beyond. And also, guys, they break down every episode in obsessive detail. And they unpack all the weird messages pop culture sends to us about love, sex, and dating. Listen to Love to See It wherever you get your podcasts.